Hey everyone, it's Nick, and I am here with the mentors to discuss the importance of understanding ourselves on a deeper level in order to develop and experience more meaningful relationships. Let's face it, human beings are all complex and multifaceted. We all have basic needs. Some of us have needs that others don't. A lot of these needs ultimately include connection and belonging. Any disruption to feeling like we belong or that we are connecting to people presents as a challenge or presents as some sort of disruption to our ability to function or thrive in the world as well as in relationships. So I want to open it up to a conversation with the mentors. For each of you, we, we there's this idea of the hero's journey, right? And I think we all go on journeys in our life, whether it's actual physical journeys to obtain some sort of an objective, whether that's a psychological objective or a physical tangible objective, or we go on an emotional journey in order to better understand ourselves. To gain a sense of agency, autonomy, a deeper level of connection to ourself. So, Brian or Amanda, for you, what does this idea of hero's journey mean to each of you? For me, it took a while to understand what a hero's journey even was, right? I learned about it in middle school. We referenced it again in high school. I think we discussed it in college, but it wasn't until it applied to my life that I actually understood the importance of a hero's journey. You may not even realize it, but a lot of the most epic movies that we've watched, Star Wars and so on, are based on this flow of a hero's journey. And it's this concept that nobody is going to save us. It's our responsibility to save ourselves, And only then can we go out and set out on our own journey to explore our inner truths to then deliver those back to society and our communities to help other people. Um, so these stories, I mean, you've all probably heard about them before, um, A Hero's Journey, but it applies to each person in a different way and everybody's at a different level. So for me personally, I existed in the early stages of A Hero's Journey, you know, and I, I think there's 10 or 11 stages of Hero's Journey. And I existed within the first two probably for most of my life. Let's be real. It wasn't until I left my first job that I had since graduating college, which was in real estate, that I said, this no longer serves me. I want something more. And that's a great starting point for anybody. You probably have already all asked yourself that question. There's something more in my relationship. There's something more in my career. There's something more with my family. There's something more uh, with my purpose in life. And that's the best spot that you could start at on a hero's journey is what does that mean to me? Um, and that was when I showed up in my life and really had my awakening to my hero's journey. I think that what's really interesting about a hero's journey is that everyone has this assumption that everybody else's journey is similar to their own. And we only experience our own journey, and so it feels like the right one or the only one. And it's not until we take the next step in our own journey that we can look back and realize that there were so many options that we could have taken and we didn't that we realize how profoundly different our lives could be at any future point. When we realize that there are so many options in front of us, we might meet someone who changes our lives and, and it be completely unexpected and out of the blue. And until that until something like that happens, or until we actively take that next step, we don't realize how open, 
how diverse our paths can be. So while there is this concept of the singular hero's journey, and it's going to be the same for everyone, it's not. And, and every single little step along the way can really change the path of a hero's journey. Yeah, I think those are both great points. I think that, you know, we, we enter this world dependent on people, right? We are literally dependent on people for survival. And in a perfect world, if there are no disruptions to in that path, we progress through life, we go through all of these milestones that we're supposed to experience, and we come out on the other side independent and feeling empowered and feeling as though I have arrived. For most people, unfortunately, that is not the case. You know, hearing the both of you and, you know, when you discuss your understanding of what the hero's journey is, I'm wondering if listeners in our community may also be either curious or might just need further clarification on what a hero's journey is. For me, I always kept asking, why did it take me so long to start my real journey? I mean, I didn't start it until 36, 37. And there's so much behind that to understand of what I was preparing for. Meaning, what stories did I have? What limiting beliefs did I have? What circumstances? What environment was I in? What mentors were I surrounding myself with? These are the things that could have or could have not been in place that I just wasn't ready to start that journey yet. Yeah, and I, you know, I hear you say, you know, what mentors was I surrounding myself with? And a mentor doesn't have to be someone that has the label mentor, mm-hmm. right? A mentor is anybody that you find yourself looking to that has a position of, not superiority mm-hmm. in a sense, but has a position of influence as to who you would like to be, what traits, what qualities, job, anything like that, that this person, for some reason, is having such an impact on me that I want to follow in their footsteps. Correct. And and the goal, you know, so if you've never actually explored the hero's journey circle, that could be a solid point to start with if you're listening to this. Google a hero's journey. And it's going to take you in this loop. And literally, one of the second or third steps I don't have in front of me is to identify a mentor. And what does a mentor do? A mentor gives you outside perspective. A mentor uh, offers you an insight that you may not have had before. And that that could be anyone. That could be your parents. That could be your best friend. That could be your siblings. That could be your grandparents. That could be your coworker. So I think the model that we're moving from, which is an outdated model, is a mentor has to be one person. You can listen to a, a podcast host and they are your mentor because they're giving you information you don't have access to. So I think it's really important as a collective group that we start to redefine what a mentor means to us to start our journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Amanda, I'm wondering if you would be able to kind of <clears throat> offer your feet or kind of your insight here. When we look at this, like the original mentor being our parent. Yeah. You as a parent, I think have a completely different perspective it is terrifying yeah it is terrifying knowing how how effective you might be on a person on a on a tiny human um and it does actually create at least it did for me create a mindset of i have that power to affect not just my children but other people that i come into contact with 
I have the power to affect the lives of my parents. Oh my gosh, what a mind-blowing concept uh, as a mother myself. It is, it really was eye-opening to me to understand that I have to live in my own integrity as a parent to be someone's mentor, uh, to be so powerful in some other person's life. And so, yeah, in, in the hero's journey that, that I am not just the student, but also the teacher is a really powerful uh, analogy or yeah, metaphor. Absolutely. I think as a gay man myself, you know, even looking at how I interact with gay men, um, a lot of us, and I want to be careful what I'm saying here, a lot of us don't always embrace intergenerational connections. A lot of us don't have access to intergenerational connections. And that does limit our potential for mentorship or growth or insights on how to build relationships, how to build community, how to build even a connection to ourselves. Depending on your age, there was a whole generation that we don't have the ability to learn from. And so maybe there is a gap in your life where you don't have mentorship. And how do you start that hero's journey when you don't even have examples of how to go on that? I think that's the, those, I mean, hearing what you said and kind of Amanda also what you said, I think there's this idea of messages that we just pick up throughout our lives, right? Gay men, I think, or queer men, I think we feel if we come from if we come from a very heteronormative world how can we relate to that that doesn't apply to us but when we look at these messages that we pick up throughout our life whether they are explicitly stated you are this you are not this you are good enough you are not good enough or if they are implied as in we go back i remember my parents doing this in response to this those are all messages that we are programmed with growing up. And I think looking at a lot of times when I work with clients or even in my own work that I've done, a lot of the work that I've had to focus on or that I do focus on with clients is this, what did you observe? What did you hear? What did you see growing up? What did you learn was okay and what was not okay? If I don't do this right, what will happen to me later on in life? If I walk out of this house with a wrinkled shirt, what will that say about me? So early on, we are instilled with this programming that creates so much internal anxiety that if we do not adhere to these rules and these subsets of rules, we will not be the ideal human being. Mm. And I think that until we start to unpack and unravel and kind of peel back that onion to really look at that messaging and that programming that we experienced early on in childhood or in early fundamental relationships. So say you had a perfect childhood. But that very first fundamental intimate relationship that you had really undermined all of that programming. And now I'm in this state of crisis. You will never get to a point where you understand why you don't have meaningful, authentic relationships. It's because you're not understanding, oh, when I was younger, this is what I heard. This is what I saw. And I'm carrying that into this experience, applying what doesn't work to this experience. Yeah, and that's... I mean, when we talk about the definition of self-sabotage, that's really what that's about is we're basically using the examples, our first examples, examples with our parents, our teachers, our uh, grandparents, our first friends, um, and we treat those as healthy, in quotes, right? And so everything's compared to what we knew growing up or where we started. And 
I think that when we could step back and look through it in a different lens, that, oh, even though that was where we started, it's not always the best example of what's the healthiest or what's right. And you'll hear this concept of having to reparent ourselves, which is acknowledging that what we learned was not right. And what does a healthy or authentic version of this look like to ourselves? I think that, you know, hearing reparent ourselves, a lot of times we have this idea that I should have had this experience. Mm, expectations. Right. I shouldn't have had to have that experience with my parents. Mm -hmm. My parent should have been what I needed them to be. Oh, please. As a parent, that is the hardest thing to hear. That is incredibly triggering for me. Totally. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of the reparenting work is being in a position where you actually have a lot of power to go back and say to yourself, wow, I get to be my parent in that moment and say, you know what? Your parent is doing the best that they can. Let me help you out of this situation. Mm -hmm. Let me mentor you out of this situation so that you can let go of this emotional attachment to this idea of what this person should have been and release that in order to formulate what you think a new healthy relationship looks like. You, as an adult, do not need that idea of what your parent should have been to survive anymore. If a lot of people look at their life and they can kind of trace back every negative situation that they've had, every dysfunctional relationship they've experienced, you are still here, right? Yeah, you might have had help from support system, from a therapist, but you got to this moment on your own. You did the work. And so I think through this, this Mentor Plus program, we are giving our, our community more of a direct path to get those tools. Because like you said, I, I also have gone through extensive therapy. Being a therapist, I can't even imagine what people that have either some some training in, in psychology, a lot of training in psychology, what their experience is. The tools that I have, the knowledge that I have, <laughs> allows me to feel like I can get through situations when others can't, maybe. I can't even imagine what people that don't have that information go through. So if we can provide them an extra added kind of tool set where it's not... Cool. So I think you're. I think you're telling me that I need to do this. Let me go try that, and then come back and tell you that it didn't work. You're telling me from your your guys' experience that this may help. This may help. Let me go and apply that to my life. That worked. Oh my gosh, that worked. Thank you so much. And your goal should be to stand in your authentic, genuine self. And no matter the relationship, understanding yourself, whether it's it's the right one for you, it's the wrong one for you, but you know yourself at the deepest core. So no matter who you come across, no matter who you interact with, again, the goal, when you go home, you could be surrounded by the people that trigger you and still show up with love and compassion because they're also on their own hero's journey. You know, we assign so much value to people that are older than us, that have more money than us, that are stronger than us, but that's their hero's journey and they have their own lessons. And we need to stand in our journey with the tools we have, and we should continually develop that toolbox so we could keep going and creating the life we want with the happiness we want with the people we want. And I think that's what Mentor Plus and this module is really about is how to understand the tools, to understand the goals, to set out on that journey to connect with the deepest and most authentic version of yourself. And remember that the journey doesn't 
end. It's cyclical. It continues around in a circle. Mm. So wherever you are in your journey right now, it, it, it's not the it's not the end spot. It's not like, oh, I've made it. I feel really good about where I am right now because someone else is going to come into your life and they will be your next hero or your next uh, mentor, rather. And your life will change because, well, life and something else will come up and you will have to take the next step in your journey. It's it's not it's not like, oh, I've made it. And if you ever feel like if you ever feel like, oh, I finally made it, I'm so sorry. Be prepared because the universe is going to take take you out at the knees and right. and you will have to take the next step with with injured knees, which is kind of happens with your life. <laughs> and, and our and our hope is yeah. to hopefully guide you to a place where you get to that place. And instead of saying, I've made it, I've arrived, you come to a place where you have knee pads and say, here I am. I think I'm here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I think like looking at the work that a lot of people experience through they're working through the overall psychological and mental health component of this is getting a better understanding of the language to use. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but if I was to tell my friend or my parents, I'm really angry at you, what's the response they're going to give me? They're going to push back. Right. Whereas if I said, hey, you know what? I'm angry because I think I'm feeling really neglected by you right now. That delivers a whole different response. I mean, it may, tr it may trigger some some pushback from the other person, but I'm a lot more open to hearing, I feel neglected by what you've done or what I think you've done, as opposed to, I'm really angry at you for something that I don't even know what you did, right? So having the language, having that set of tools really shifts the narrative in conversations. But my hope for our community is that after leaving this conversation, that we have planted enough seeds that people really start to question, explore, be curious about really these these limiting beliefs, these these barriers, these blockages, which have prevented them from having secure, authentic, genuine connections with people and really having new language to how I can go on my own journey and develop meaningful relationships from that. <laughs>